Hi guys, and welcome to another fan critical podcast. This week we are covering The Walking Dead's season eight, episode three, Monsters. Um, we will be talking about everything from seasons one to seven and the season eight up to date. And this evening I am joined by the ever grounding John McCann. Yay! And Gabriel's worst nightmare, Len. What's up, everybody? And I'm your host, Emma. So in the latest episode, directed by Greg Nicotero, we uh, saw our first season, significant season death, uh, some wicked headshots, rolling zombies, and a new baby. Uh, Initial thoughts on Monsters, John McCann. (laughs) I'm full naming you. (laughs) Yeah, so that's me exposed. Um, What I missed last week... Uh, Welcome I really, back. I really wanted. Oh, cheers. Uh, you know, seriously ill. Um, I, uh, I mean, I, I was gutted because I really wanted to give it a good kick in last week. Yeah. Uh, and then obviously, Len, you messaged me just before the episode, and you're like, "Actually, look, this is a good one." And I thought, "Oh yeah, cool." Uh, got in, watched it, and I thought, <laughs> "What's he fucking on about?" <laughs> um, yeah, it's just. <clears throat> it's fucking painful. It is like ridiculous at the moment. I feel like depressed. I'm still watching it. <laughs> I, John, do you need to go back to hospital? No, but like, uh, this isn't the easiest journey for me to make. I don't want to talk about where I live, but I, I had to travel on a fucking northern line today, and I was like sweltering, uh, and I was lugging some beers, some delicious beers, and I'll shout Lovely them out beers. on Instagram. Um, I just thought, what's the point? What is the point? No one wants to hear me moan about it, and I don't want to moan about it. I genuinely don't. I'm pretty but sure, actually, that's why half of our listeners tune in, is to people... hear you put us back to reality go, about go, how shit Walking go, Dead is. Uh, I mean, you're wrong. Well, well, no, I'm not wrong. Obviously not. Um, I don't know. It's just like, what is what is this? What is this season? I, I, I'm speechless. <laughs> oh. On that note, Len, have you got anything... Uh... Anything additional to add to John's monologue of rage? Well, yeah, I thought this week was much better. Um, but I mean, I think, I think, <laughs> I'm serious. I'm serious. Ever I th- positive lens. No, I'm, uh, this episode. This episode is a decent episode of The Walking Dead. Now, last week's episode, I agree with John, and I even said it in last week's podcast, channeling him that that that, that it was awful at times. But we thought the season premiere was okay we didn't think it was like amazing but we didn't think it was necessarily bad and you know i think this one is on a pretty similar level to the season premiere Mm. the structure was a lot better i liked the dialogue at times um i liked rick and daryl being together and like being like absolute badasses just like tearing up that building i love that um so there's a lot of strong points in the episode ezekiel was also another strong point i agree it's not like it's not like a 10 out of 10 episode of The Walking Dead, but it is good. We haven't had one of them for a while. I I personally really enjoyed the the, the opening of season seven, Negan and the Bat against uh, Glenn and Abraham. For me, that was a, one of the best episodes the show's ever done. Yeah, for a lot of people, that was really dark and they didn't like it. And I think they've shied away from that a bit now. Part, yeah, I mean, part of me feels like if season seven would have gone the way where, I mean, Negan would have just beat them all to death. Yeah. I almost feel like that would have been better. Because then, then I wouldn't have to do this. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Just kill them all. 
Oh my god. I <laughs> thought this was the best episode of the season so far. We're only three in, so it's not difficult. Um, I agree. Could I, still be awful. Um, yeah, I don't disagree with that. I guess. No, um, yeah. But again, no, I think I yeah. that first episode. I think it's a stronger episode. The issue that that episode one has is that there's one bit that's so bad that in the whole shooting thing, I'm going to go yeah, into yeah, yeah, something that I've but been. that's so bad it drags the quality of that episode down. So I think that would be overall a stronger episode than, than this one. Mm, I disagree. I think this is the stronger episode. Um, I no, think I, more I happens. Oh, sorry, I yeah. misheard you, Jen. Yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I do, however, have some issues some issues with this but there are a lot of parts i really really love but little minor scenes so we'll talk about later but jesus and morgan epic um some real emotion Uh, well we'll talk about that i quite liked it but i just didn't know why it was there i loved it and it was just this ridiculous moment of oh do you know what i've fucking had enough mate i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna go for you you with your long hair, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have you. Oh shit! No, you're really good at this stuff. Yeah, mental Morgan. It was like teenagers going, "No, I don't know how to use my words. I'm gonna punch you and kick you and hit you with my big stick." Well, I saw that, that, that moment. Wrong. That sounds really wrong. Yeah. <laughs> shit. Morgan's big stick. Oh god. Morgan and his big ass stick. Yes. Uh, well done, Lily James. So round of applause for that. No, I'm not clapping another man's penis. I mean, well, I was yeah. talking about stick. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, do you think I was talking about his penis? Hashtag euphemism. Um, but no, like. <clears throat> so that bit, uh, what uh, what Morgan says, um, he says uh, something along the lines of, "I'm I'm not right I'm for not this." I'm not bad, but I'm not wrong. Yeah, so uh, like I I shouldn't <laughs> yeah, be here. Just I'm, like I'm, that. To be honest. Yeah, I shouldn't be here. Um, you know, I'm I'm not I'm not right, but you know, you know, I'm not wrong, or I'm not wrong. So um, so it's pretty much me with this podcast, to be honest. <laughs> 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 yeah, basically. Yeah. John is the Morgan. Um, yeah. well, seeing as we brought it up, why don't we start with talking about Tara, Jesus, and Morgan, and that group of characters in this episode? Yep. So Mu- much better than last week. Just want to put it out there right now. Yeah. Much better than last week. Better than last week. So end of last week, we saw them uh, having a, a bunch of saviors surrender, uh, an argument over morality again. Um, and then deciding to uh, not to kill them all, as Morgan and Tara really wanted to, because Jesus <laughs> and his glorious hair. Um, good hair, yeah. Good hair. Beautiful good hair. hair good it smells delicious, Like Steve too. from uh, Stranger Things, he's really doing the mm. good hair thing at the moment. Yeah, no, it's, it's like Team L'Oreal. Um, and then, so in this episode, we see them walking, I think the first time we see them, we see them walking down the road with all the saviors in rope chains. Uh, and then you get a bunch of zombies rolling down the hill. Right. See me like, I used to do that when I was a kid. How is how is that even a thing? <laughs> the, the, the thing it I, does look quite good. It, does look, it does, does look good. But I mean, what, good in what way? <laughs> no, but this is like watching like a Romero sort of yeah, film. Yeah, 100% so a Romero much, yeah. set piece. Like, out of nowhere, just... How did they even get up there? Why are they rolling down the hill? It was yeah. it just it was a proper Romero zombie scene, and yeah. I liked it. If they'd have stumbled down the hill, it would have been different. They yeah. literally, you know, when you're a kid, barrel you roll, roll you, you barrel roll down the hill. Oh yeah, that's what they did. But in, it, I mean, what? But I bet those extras were having a right it, laugh. I mean, we've got to remember at some point. <laughs> <laughs> we've got to remember at some point that this is a zombie show, right? 
this this would hark back to its roots of like you know the 70s the 80s the george a romero classic zombie set pieces mm. and it was hilarious a guy got his fucking forehead bitten off <laughs> oh i don't God, even know that, that was, was possible that was fantastic that's how good. did he bite through the skull i don't, I, don't, I was just loving it and mm. also and i always love nicotero episodes because nicotero always includes really gruesome like face biting in his episodes if yeah. there's any kind of zombie well, action fetish and it, well, a little bit, yeah. Probably going to be outed. Don't One want to see his bedroom. Do not want to see his bedroom. One of the Hollywood lot. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, we gonna... <laughs> I'm not going to touch your ass. I'm going to bite your face off. Um, but then, you know, we then get that point where Morgan runs off after the escaping saviors. Fair enough. Um, John, feelings. Tell me about them all. I oh, just fucking kill them all, man. Like that, that's what I was feeling. Yeah. Like Morgan, just kill them all. I mean, he should he should probably take better than a bolt action sniper rifle with him. If you want to kill them all, <clears throat> machine gun, game over. You I know, know right? if it so, wasn't for Jesus. It, just in general. We're a very religious podcast. <laughs> if it wasn't for Jesus, um, it would all be Jesus damned. Jesus would have made it through the day. Um, but if it wasn't for Jesus, he probably would have shot the lot of the fuckers. Yeah, no. 100%. Jared, I would. Jared was next, or whatever the fuck his name is. His name know, is Jared. Kill him. The, lo- the long-haired one. Why is he killed, random guy in the killed the little kid, man. Like... Jesus, come on. This guy's executed a kid. He needs to go. So you know what I thought about when I was thinking about this today, thinking about podcasts, I was thinking about why Morgan is so... I mean, he's he's gone a bit mad, let's face it. Again, he can't can't really cope. We talked about last week, he wants to die. And his kind of, I can't die is... I fucking just wish I would, because this is horrible. I'm living in the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. But his fury about not killing the saviours... Think back to the wolves... Well, so the time he that the he opposite. showed, yeah, when he showed the benevolence to the wolf dude, can't yeah. remember his name, um, and then that you know all hell let loose, and instead of using his words like a big boy, he just goes mental. <laughs> well, I think this show has an issue with this Morgan flip flopping because, like you just mentioned with the wolves, flip flopping, yeah, but like you just mentioned with the wolves, right? Yeah, tongs in he spared the wolves guy for ages and caused loads of conflict. <laughs> And then the mm. the wolves guy saved Denise mm. in a crowd of zombies. Yeah, so but they Denise just, is dead. Well, no, but that's not his fault now. So basically, <laughs> what they're trying to do with this show really winds me up because they're like, oh, if Morgan's too nice, they're going to kill everyone. And they do. They get, you know, they almost kill Rick in an RV when he saves some people run away with guns. Yeah, yeah. And then the next minute, he's converted one who saves Denise in a last act of heroism before he dies and now he's gone the other way they just can't fucking make their mind up so like, talking about that and especially talking about Denise what do you think about Tara's attitude at the moment you know aligning herself with Morgan and creating a divide with Jesus Lem what do you think about that Tara I like as a character I like what they've done with her since we saw her with the governor back in whatever the governor prologue episodes or whatever they were he was a good bad guy he, he was a good bad guy. Oh, Misused in the show, because I'll tell you what, you read those comics, you were going to come away from that thinking, wow, what a, what a villain. Mm. What a villain. The governor is still, him and Negan are the two superstars of the Walking Dead comics. Mm. And it's a shame that David Morrissey, who's a fantastic actor, yeah, was given good. some terrible season finale material in season <laughs> three, which ruined the governor. Mm. But, you know, Tara, we saw her back then. She's grown, she's come a long way. She obviously loved Denise, was away from her when the terrible event happened, when Dwight shot her through the eye with the arrow. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she had to learn about it. Like It was like it was something like five or six or seven episodes <clears throat> later, I think. It might have even been a season break in between her learning that, or a mid-season yeah, break. Kind of, yeah, um, So it seemed like, like a long time for her and for the viewer. So she's 
she's obviously distraught because the one thing that she had found was a bit of peace and harmony and mm. she she had fallen in love with Denise or so we're led to believe and so the the fact that that she's lost that it would you know when Rick lost Laurie <clears throat> he went insane you know when people lose people in this world they they lose their minds to extent yeah. and they need to be brought back from that insanity so I understand where she's at yeah at this point in time but why do you think she's aligning herself with Morgan like I mean that is a very <clears throat> it is actually very different to her character as a whole like, I don't disagree with anything you've said then um, but I, I think it's a bit of a massive change. She's all of a sudden just become like, ah, fuck all of you, you're going to die. So I've got no mercy whatsoever to hark back to season to episode one. But it's quite, it's quite a simplistic choice, isn't it? It's either you go, right, let's just kill all of them. Yeah. Or, I mean, yeah, you should you definitely don't. do that. Um, yeah. So I don't necessarily think she's aligning with Morgan. Uh, it just, it's, it's just happenstance. Is, it, is that the right but word? It's like yeah, when, happenstance. Yeah. When... Very good word. It's a good word. I like that word. Very good word. Word of um, day happenstance. Yep. There you go. And you all segment. learned something now. So next good night, children. Happenstance. <laughs> um, yeah. um, but when Morgan walks away after he said, "You know, I'm I'm not right, but I'm not wrong," I think <laughs> I'm leaving this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, Morgan. No, Morgan. Stay. Um, he. Um, I think part of me thought he was making a bit of a wider point is that no one's right or wrong. You know, we talked about this morality, morally or not, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But then Tara turns around and she says, "I think you're right." Mm. Um, and I don't know whether she's just got a bit braver or or what it is. I, I don't know how I feel about it. She's mm. an important member. She's an important member of the group at the moment. She's a competent killer. She yeah. is, she's also she used she was a trainee system. police officer. She was a trainee police yeah. officer before the uh, zombie apocalypse started. She's got gun training. Um, she she's good. She's good. She's a competent soldier, and mm. you know all of our group are competent soldiers at the moment. But and they've all come such a long way that they feel that they can assert their authority in certain times. Look at Morgan in this. Look at Jesus in this. Look at Tyrannus. They're all strong individuals, and Maggie. And they're all trying to show what they think is best with each other's help. And the problem is, at the moment, they're in the middle of war. War is confusing. It makes you do stupid things. You get bloodlust. I'm confused about war. You know, so it's difficult for them. So just, I mean, talking about that scene, just to come back to, to Morgan and Jesus's just a needless fight. I mean, Jesus looked fucking cool. Like, yep. I'd, ra- I'd rather see that in a fight with someone that matters. Oh, Someone you want to die. Something that doesn't matter, should I say? Like, I'm gonna. Ju- I'm just gonna agree with John completely here, and and say this highlights how stupid last week was. Yeah, absolutely. We we'll just get fucking mugged off by some guys pissed his pants. Yeah, exactly. Ridiculous. Je- you know, Jesus in the comics and in the show, as we've seen, is some sort of martial arts genius. Like he yeah. literally dodges everything. He's. He was so good. He looks really good when he does it. Mm. How the hell did he get bested last week by piss pants? <laughs> You know what I mean? It's an absolute joke. Yeah, by Petey Pisspants. Or because his morality got in the way and he became a, you know, pissy loser. But his morality is in the way here against Morgan, you know? Like, his morality is literally a clash of morals. The fight is a clash of morals. We're all generally massive fans of Lane James. Um, He is a fantastic actor. And I thought that that two-thirds of us... Who's that one? Morgan. Morgan. Sorry, Morgan. Two thirds of us <laughs> think that that was a pointless fight. I quite enjoyed it, to be honest. I don't think it's. I don't think it's anything pointless. I well, just it, for me, it was the only moment where we physically experienced the problem that they're having between morality and whatever. Yeah, exactly. Instead yeah, of just yeah. fucking talking about it. Yeah, well, but I can't I, take I, another I conversation. Either. What do you think about that, John? Well, I mean, look, uh, again, 
the choreography is, uh, would be fine in in the context of, uh, in a better context should i say um but i mean the acting from <laughs> fucking morgan uh or sorry what's the guy's name lenny, lenny james. james sorry yeah well <laughs> um, but that acting when he kind of just went oh, oh. like so like, what the fuck is going on here John, can you do that again it's just like well, closer no, to like, the mic oh, yeah. Jesus yeah, oh. um, what is this that's John's orgasm sound I was just like oh, why are you saying that because uh, it was funny <laughs> lady fans um, or men whatever yeah you know happens any fans but um <laughs> <laughs> but no, anyone. But no, like I'm just like, what is this? This is bad acting. Like there was a flicker of like, oh, oh actually, what am I doing here? And it's like, I almost find. I mean, what's he trying to say? Is he is he like, is he fucking bipolar or like, what's going well, on here? I think, I think he's broken. I think he's broken. So do you remember? But it, I think I honestly, what... acceptable. He's not a fucking robot. Well, do you remember? Um... One of the best episodes I think the show has ever done, which was like in season three, I think it was called Clear. Yeah, we talked about this last uh, week. And Michonne and and Carl and Rick go back to like the the police uh, headquarters where Rick grew up or whatever, and they get all the guns. And Morgan's there, and you haven't seen him for like two and a half seasons or something, but he's lost his son, yeah. and he's lost his wife, and yeah. he's this crazed individual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 uh, I loved it. It's it's still one of the best episodes they've ever done. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I think what they're trying to highlight with Morgan, I think we said it last week, is that he's gone back to this clear mode. And if you mm. watch Clear now, I think he will be acting in a similar way. Because I, I trust no, Lenny James. I, don't know. I haven't watched it for a while, but I trust Lenny James. I think it's to say, I reckon they've said to him, look, mate, do you remember what you did in like four seasons ago when you were in Clear? Can you just do that? And he's like, yeah, I've got you. And I trust Lenny James that he's doing that. But <clears throat> I, look, I understand, but it's almost like, look, if I'm watching a fucking, like a Marvel movie, uh, and not to have a go at them. Like, no, they're very good. We, we do like the Marvel. Good. Yeah, but DC, it's almost like call it DC. Well, no, I'm talking about Marvel. Um, <laughs> you know, DC wouldn't even do that, and no. I don't mind DC. Um, the C. So fuck the haters. <laughs> um, but uh, it's almost like there's a nuance that it's like oh he's just he's just shaking his head, and now he's back to normal, and it's like, I, I can't handle that shit. So that, here's that, a like, that to me is like it's weak. And he's mm. better than that. Is Whatever thought. his name is. No, he's a great actor. What about if that line, I can't die, in last episode, yeah. uh, was actually an ad-lib from Lily James and he desperately wants Morgan to die because he doesn't want to do the show anymore and that's why he was so shit in this episode. Well, You're was... supposed to be the positive one. Yeah, you are meant to be the positive one here. I'm I mean, medium and John is negative. It was a yeah. bit of a joke, guys. Like, chill the fuck out. <laughs> I thought, I, I told you before, I thought that scene was great. Yeah, to be fair, you did love that scene. Mm. One do more we thing. think that Morgan is gone now? Like, do we think he's left the group? He no. walked off. You know he's not with. He's not with them on the. I'll tell you exactly what I think. Exactly what I think. I think he's going to arrive somehow serendipitously. That's and, the word for tomorrow. Yeah. Serendipitous. He's going to turn up in Fear the Walking Dead. No, Ooh. he's going to turn up at the gun cache and save Carol. And then they're both going to run off into the wilderness together. But that's together. miles away. How is he getting there? Is it though? Who knows? Because well, no one's explained the damn plan. Yeah, they've never explained how far um, distances are. No, because there is no way that <laughs> The Walking Dead would do this to me, that they would that they would let Morgan run off in this crazy moment of, oh God, what have I done? But I'm definitely right, but I'm definitely wrong and I don't know. Um, <laughs> and then just leave it at that. 
They definitely wouldn't do that. No, obviously not. The, the show that I love would never do that. It'll so I'm, cer- I'm certain we've all seen the preview for next next week's episode. Yeah, preview. Preview. Um, and uh, I'm pretty sure that Morgan's going to turn up and save Carol because, I mean, who knows what's happened to the rest of that group. But before we talk about them, I would like to talk about whether this particular group are now heading, minus Morgan, um, back to the hilltop to talk about Maggie and Enid uh, and Gregory up at the hilltop. JSS just survived somehow. Yep. And that is probably the best <laughs> summary that I've ever heard of Gregory. So, I mean, we, we talk a lot about um, what an asshole Gregory is, but how well Xander Beckley plays it. Um, when he arrives at those gates, I, I almost wet myself with laughter at the fact that he He's could great. definitely have squeezed through that gap, but you've got to give him praise for being He's great. such a fantastic actor for such a He's, terribly hilarious character. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, mad props. I think that's what the kids are saying. Mad props to Xander. Um, mad props because given that he's supposed to be, I mean, he and he's definitely supposed to be this like weaselly worm. Yeah, worm. Worm. Worms. Worms. Um, look, if I was a bird, I'd eat him. Yeah, juicy worm. <laughs> um, True. That. I, I, yeah, I, I love that scene. Um, I just think he's great, and and uh, and fucking fair play. Like part of me wants it to when it gets to the end of the walking dead mm. part of me wants it to just like i mean he's, he's not had anything to do f- uh, with it for fucking ages and then like as the credits roll it's like blah, blah blah and then it's just an extra scene after the credits and it's just him on his own and he somehow fucking survived backgrounded by i'm still standing <laughs> as the soundtrack just like just chilling on a beach somewhere like i would love that I am I, that scene absolutely cracked me up for a number of reasons because Gregory is fantastically awful. He's like the panto villain. Yeah, proper. Um, but it was when I can't remember the guy's name, but um, who'd taken him away in the first place um, Cal. said, "Yeah, when Cal said, yeah, but you don't remember that time you sold that kid's pancake? Yeah, he ate and the kid's I was pancake. like, and that was a that, bit mental. That but bit. that was fantastic. Like, what is this? It was just pure, <laughs> pure gold, and it's like that um, just the epitome of Gregory. So, can I uh, relate this to the how it happened in the comics? That was going to be my next question but thanks for reading my notes and getting ahead of me then. yeah no worries so that's in there so that's fine so in the comics right this scene sort of plays out in the same way gregory as we saw in episode one is chucked away by negan um for his inability Trash. to co- fully convert the hilltop actually in the comic and in, in, when gregory pleads to some of the hilltopians to to convert to the saviors like a couple of them do, like they probably get about like I think like five or something. Are yeah, any yeah. of them people that we know in the comics uh, or in the show? I don't like, think are they so. I don't think kind of minor so. characters. I, think, or... I don't think they are. I don't think it's just like Gen- Hilltop <clears throat> number one, Hilltop number two. Yeah, you know, yeah. um, but Stacy and Justin. But in, obviously... Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Gregory, Gregory, <laughs> um, we love you, man. But like, he didn't get anyone in the show, so he gets booted off. He stole Gabriel's car and he's driven here, right? So that's different. That does not happen in the comics, and. uh when he, t- he does turn up at the gate, he pleads to come in. Um, but in the comics, he's a lot more of a dick. Like, he doesn't apologise. He doesn't do anything Wait. like that. And, it, and Maggie, Sorry, just through, like, Len, her hold own... on, hold on. He's more of a dick in the comics? No, uh, he's more of a dick in terms of, like, he, at this point, he's not apologising. He's, like, saying, I oh. did it to save everybody. And Maggie, out of her own general. goodwill, lets him in pretty much straight away. So then when he gets in, he starts having a go at her, right? Right. 
Maggie just fucking tees off on this motherfucker. She's laying into him. They fight nice. each other, punch a punch or whatever. Um, Maggie... In the comics, is Maggie pregnant at this point? No. Oh. I don't think so. Oh. Oh. I can't remember. That's the I'm sorry. I've ever heard Len. I'm sorry, yeah. I can't remember. If oh. she's pregnant. But anyway, <clears throat> she absolutely has this fight with uh, Gregory. And this is what inspires Hilltop to really take part in the conflict. Right. Because she, she knocks him down in the mud or whatever. And she's like, you know... My name, because he's always doing that thing where he doesn't remember her name. Margaret. And they yeah, did that yeah, yeah, in the last yeah. season. Yeah. But she's like, she, she he calls her like ma'am or something. He's like, she's like, my name's Maggie Ree, you know, after R.I.P. Glenn. Yeah. Um, and then she's like, and I believe in Rick Grimes and all the hilltops, you know, fucking get behind yeah. her at that point. So it's still quite cool in the show, but they've used a lot of that material earlier to set yeah. up this unity yeah, between so the communities. How did you feel about that scene in itself in comparison to what you know that very very cool scene from the comics? Uh, I think it's better in the comics. I mean, look, but they, they they had to have the whole Maggie being the leader of the hilltop to save Rick last season in yeah. that Attack on Alexandria, which is deviated from the comics slightly. So I think look, it's still good. This is still good. I love Maggie, the fact that she's still humane. Because um, like Rick said in, in well, season one opener, he was like, look, when this is all over, I'm going to follow you. Because I think Rick knows at this point that he's a bit too far gone with his sort of hatred and malice crazy. and craziness. He's not yeah. like, he's not crazy, but Maggie is someone who really can be a, a leader for everyone. So on that note, like she lets Gregory in. I'll, I'll forgive her because I love Maggie. And, uh, you know, ah, fine. Fuck it, let him in. Let him in? Fuck it. Why not? We'll just we'll string him up. Um, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, no, I really dislike Gregory. Uh, <laughs> if you hadn't noticed string that. Him like, <laughs> swing him up. Swing him up? String him up. That's what I just said. I thought you said swing him up. No, no, no. Swing. No, no. It's not a treat. Uh, that's definitely not how I feel about Gregory. Um, but then immediately at that point, we then get uh, Tara, Jesus, and the remaining saviour prisoners slash surrenderers arriving at the gates and that whole <laughs> battle we've had for the last episode and a half of oh should we keep them should we kill them oh what should we do <laughs> we get it again um, but then we get it again Kate, like don't let them in <laughs> no. don't, don't. maggie does like a plus mum face going Gregory piss off essentially and yeah. his face just goes oh shit oh, I'm not going to fuck with her um, John what did you think she was going to do before she made her decision about the saviours that were outside the gate with Tara and Jesus uh, I mean I think she's going to side with Jesus to be honest did you no what did you think not what, what did you really think that yeah genuinely yeah oh yeah I thought so she. Go, I thought she debated that. a bit more. <laughs> that's into that. No, would you reckon? Why? No, I. I just thought she. No, might... I. I. I think the uh, the Jesus Maggie thing is is mutual. Yeah. I, 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 it's not a Jesus worships Maggie. I think. I think it's it's vice versa. Did you listen to my point last week, John? In your absence, where I believe that Jesus is the new Glenn. Thoughts. Yes. You agree <gasps> with me on that? Yes. That's two to one. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Not in a I mean, romantic yeah, way, but no, in a in a moral no. compass of the show way. Well, why can't that happen in the show? I don't care if he's gay. He is well, gay. I mean, well, so not, what? Yeah, but he, he could be bisexual. Do you know what I mean? Look, well, I mean, in the zombie apocalypse, you've got to be greedy, in my opinion, because you don't know where opportunities yeah. going to come. Absolutely. Yeah, look, I mean, Absolutely, look, bombshell. But... If there's a zombie apocalypse, I might be gay. <laughs> oh. Do you know what? In the zombie apocalypse, any no, hole break, is a goal. Break, 
Well, don't say that. You'd not a zombie crude. mouth. I'm don't talking about know. love. Not, oh, yeah, lust. not that. Any, any human still living <laughs> hole is a... Mouth. And now that... Like, it's not so fun when you say that. I'm not going that. after zombies. Grew up in Deptford, for God's sake. No, I... <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> I had your fair share then. Um, I thought that she might... Um, I thought she might think about it for a bit longer rather than going, oh, yeah, you can put them in the trailers at the back. That's fine, mate. Well, I don't think she is, agreed. We never got the agreement, but we assumed. That she's clearly yeah. going to be agreeing. That's not urinating, that's wine. FYI, everyone. <sighs> <sighs> so much better. I really liked the final... Jesus, Len. I really like the final culmination of our... Will they, won't they? Who's going to be moral, not moral? <laughs> of it just being like Maggie going, nah, we've made a choice now, see you later. And Tara, I don't know what's going to happen to Tara now. I don't know where her allegiances are going to lie. I think she's going to go back to Rick. Look, let's be honest. This season is, is it, it's it's all about, it's all out war, but there's underlying tone with everything that's going on. And we'll come on to it later with Rick and Dowell and everything. There's underlying tone of who do we want to be when this war is over, right? Yeah. And they're really selling it now. And I can tell you that this, the mid-season finale, if I, you know, and I pray to God they end All Out War pray by episode Jesus. eight. I pray to Jesus they end it. Because if they don't... I pray to Gimple. I might be out of this show because they're ruining <laughs> stuff, right? Gimple, yeah. Don't talk about Gimple. You know, don't get John irate. But... I can pray to him. Please, please, can they just wrap up All Out War by episode eight? But I guarantee you by episode eight, this theme of morality is going to come to its head in a very significant way. <laughs> oh I, my God, morality's dead. Morality, <laughs> morality is dead. Um, I'm not going to use that as an opportunity to talk about another episode, another part of this episode. I'm <laughs> going to use that as an opportunity to ask a really, really inappropriate question. What the fucking hell are Negan, Gabriel, Michonne and Carl? It's been two <clears throat> episodes, guys. What is going on? Yeah. Uh, John, what do you think? Are they just having a break? They're filming something else? Like, what's the crack? <clears throat> I miss them. It's, yeah, it is a weird one. It's um, But part of me feels like... And again, look, I, I've not read the comics, and uh, obviously Len has. And Ooh, Len. you, uh, I mean, you've alluded That's to it a couple crazy. of times that there's not a lot of material for them to go through. So uh, if we were to look at the last three episodes, a lot of it is just shooty, shooty, gun, gun. Yeah. And it's like, this is a <laughs> bit, no, but it's like, uh, genuinely, shooty, if, if shooty, I got a script gun, gun. through the post, and I won't, um, but if I did... I'd burn it, but no. But um, <laughs> I'm pr- I'm pretty sure I could write uh, most of this, and it would just be pages of blah blah um, blah blah blah. So uh, right, we'll have uh, we'll have Rick, and uh, who's the other one? Daryl. Yeah, he likes him, doesn't he? Yeah, that makes sense. Um, just like a hallway, and then just sort of like shooty gun gun for a bit. Yeah, sweet, <laughs> that'll do. Um, it's just like what is this? So. Yeah, would I? And again, like uh, when it comes to Negan, I uh, and coming back to the governor, uh, and this is nothing on Jeffrey Dean Morgan, great because love him, love Watchmen. Okay, but anyone says yeah, Watchmen's great. Love it's an awesome I love film. it as well. So and the graphic so novel, good. And that is that is an example. No, yeah, you're right. But that is an example of that sort of comic book character that. Yeah translates to screen very well you watch it back and it's like the comedian's character is so good yeah so very good. good you watch it and you think this guy's a complete dick but actually everything that he says is like he's he, he's spot on his cynicism is and i'm one for cynicism 
It's it's what? reaped in truth. Yeah. Now, you come to Negan, and Negan is this character that I don't think translates well to a show that. Uh, and again, I mean, I'd be lying if I said The Walking Dead takes itself seriously. But you compare his character translated to a television show to someone like the governor. I think the governor is quite realistic, whereas Negan's character is, is very, like, cartoony. Oh, so I really want to come He's in really here. Fantastic. This is really interesting debate because it's true. You're right. You're right in a way. Now, if you were to take the comics as a literal base for what we're going on here. Yeah. The governor is the cartoony character. Yeah. And Negan is the more realistic character. Now, the thing about Negan in the comics is he swears all the time. And I was going to say, I think the reason that he now becomes a cross comic is because you can't swear. Yeah, so he's having on, to restrict his lines On bit. AMC. Yeah, so he's, he's got a couple... He could say shit, and he can sometimes say... He's, I think he gets like one fuck a year or something. Not- <laughs> <laughs> he gets more than that. He gets more than that. Now, we know he's very rapey. Um, oh, um, well, no. Not Jeffrey D. Morgan. We mean Negan. Negan right? is very rapey. Yeah. Jeffrey D. Morgan definitely gets more Who than one fuck a year. Who knows in Hollywood? But I just mean that you're right, John. Like, 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 it's funny how that's come across completely the opposite way. Yeah. And I've only just thought about it when you mentioned it. Like, mm. That's really I, I really want actually. you guys to read the like. You don't have to read past where we are now, but if you just read up to even b- before All Out War or something, mm. I'd love to know your guys' opinion on the governor. The governor is a very cartoonish villain mm. who is fascinating in, in in the comics, and Negan is fascinating in the comics. And I think Jeffrey Dean Morgan is doing a very good job, no, considering right, yeah. considering. I feel like his it's like well, imagine within you, the constraints he has constraints it's yeah. all of the barriers that he's got to get through he's still doing a great job mm. um, and I think they've made a mistake not showing him again since 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 uh, since the first episode now there's this great scene after Rick leads the herd to entrap Negan in the in the in the comics there's this great I think I think I mentioned it before there's a great scene where Negan busts through the doors and he's telling all his soldiers right. We've done this before. Let's let's go fuck these guys up. And he's swinging Lucille, and he's taking yeah, he's yeah, taking yeah. Walkers out. Yeah. And then and then like he realizes he gets a bit in. All of his men are getting eaten to shit. And he's like, "Fuck, <laughs> I'm fucked here. I need to get back inside." And yeah. they have to really think about how they're gonna get away from this trap that Rick's put them in because all their outposts are getting attacked. Now that might come up. I hope it does come up because <laughs> I, you know, at the moment, Spoily. where is he? I've seen the promo for next week. Don't want to don't want to spoil one. He's not in the promo for next week. <laughs> you know where is he? I kind of hope yeah. if you're listening to this podcast, you've at least watched the episode and probably like carried it on with the fucking promo for next week. But I think I think you're right. And I said earlier, I've I've got two major issues with this episode. I actually, as I said, best of the season so far. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I agree with that. But, yeah, I, I, I but don't disagree. But it's, my uh, my it's two been, major been issues are. Why the fuck is Negan not around? Um, he's a big star. He, no, he's ridiculous. He, him and but Andrew secondly, the, the fucking time shit. Like, can you not just? Can we not just finish? This is like one hour's worth of footage in three episodes. Mm. Like, move on. Yeah, I think. Um, be speaking intro- yeah, of on. moving on, uh, use that one. Uh, Carol, Ezekiel, Shiva, and the Kingdom Fighters. So we start off here with. Uh, something very similar to Rick from episode one where Ezekiel <clears throat> right where we left him at the end of last episode talks about you know not not one will die and he's giving a great yeah. soliloquy and you know shout great out Ezekiel. to Will for all of those words um, yeah, loving that. 
And um, and it really mirrors back to Rick's, you know, only one person needs to die back in episode one. And then we get these flashes between we're going to do this and then it happens and it works out. Then we're going to do this and it happens, it works out. Yeah. And then it's gonna, we're going to do this and it happens and it works out. And then, oh my God, it does not. Yeah. John, so, feelings are on that whole kind of set of scenes with that group. Yeah. So, um, this, this, uh, when you look at King Ezekiel's character, it's fucking ridiculous. It's mental. Yeah. And we talk about um, a character that is like, how the fuck can you take this guy seriously? How can you take this seriously in, in a show like this? Yeah, but do you take him seriously? But but this is the... Well, I mean, his followers do. Um, but the point is, is that you've seen that side to him where he says to Carol, look, I just fucking worked in a zoo and I did drama classes. So you as a viewer, you're in. You're in on that story. Yep. If if there was a if there was a scene with Negan where he's like, where there's there's a real part to him. Yep. Then it's kind of like you accept it. Yep. Um, well, there is a very big hint um, or a promise. I think that in the first half of season eight, and if not the early parts of the second half, we will get to see Negan's backstory. Oh, it'd be such a shame. Negi. Such a shame for everyone. I mean, baby Negi. Yeah. Let's 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 see where that goes. But I think um, I think it'll be interesting. I think you know we talked about why we care about this show and why John still watches it even at this point. Fuck knows, who knows? Um, Because he gives a shit about the characters. I think. I I Um, think I'm close to pulling uh, what I did with Lost, where I just no. I mean, I did that. No, I love Lost. I love Lost. Last season, I was. I'm done. I lost Lost. I rewatched it because I loved it. After I lost the pot with Lost about. Season two. Um, oh, no, I mean, but there was I mean, some... do you not, John? Do you not think that seeing some of Negan's backstory would give us something a bit more? Potentially, like, like... Uh, maybe. Uh, who knows? Who knows? I know. Well, I know you know, <laughs> but do you, but do you know? Like, I do know. But but you're relying on, you know, the comic okay. books and it's actually, like turned into Inception they... here. Who knows? That, I who know, knows but you know. But do you know? Do, who knows? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. What the direction of the comics? So you know, you know the uh, the canon material. I know the canon material. Yeah. But who who says that they go in and, that direction? And this show has proven time and time again that it refuses to use canon. Like it, it literally has the beats, the major heartbeats of the. Of I the don't comics. think it's a refusal. No, it's not a refusal. It's like someone wants to think, and this is the shame because the thing is, some of the some of the big moments in the comics. I'm going to go back to the governor here, and this is a weird thing to do in this episode but I don't think it is. I'm going to go back to the end of season 3 and the finale and what it should have been and what it ended up being was the end of the season 4 finale mm. so they delayed it by a whole season where it didn't need to happen and in the comics the scene where the governor turns up at the prison with a tank mm. you sit there and you just go oh my god <laughs> all of our heroes are fucked yeah. and what ensues is pure fuckery by the governor now look he meets his demise he meets his demise in the show. They changed it for the sake of changing it. And the problem that I have is that sometimes they change these big moments for the detriment, to the detriment of what it should be. Now, look, mm. not many people actually read the comics or the graphic mm. novels. Probably about, I think the last like statistics were like 200,000 or a million sales, sorry, right? A million sales yeah. of the comic or whatever. No one keeps up to date with the issues day to day. But how many people watch the show is about 30 million, maybe yeah. even like 50 million yeah. worldwide or something stupid, right? Yeah. And we talked about this last week and the, the, the predominant audience 
is show watch and not, yeah. not read. So why are they worried about... Sp- I don't care that I know what's going to happen. What I've dreamed about is seeing certain scenes play out, like, not on a panel, but on a TV show or a film. Yeah. That's what I like. That's what I want to see. Yeah. And I think the problem that they have is sometimes they, they, they just take the best parts of the comics and ruin them. Like, and they could do so much better. Just take the source material. The source material is excellent. Yeah, I mean, uh, but this is part This is part of the reason why I don't want to read the comics. No, do, because um, you, you will actually love the but when, franchise. But when it's finished, I, I Yeah, no, do, I agree. I guess, like... I'm, I totally there, agree There are that. certain things in Game of Thrones that I'm like, oh, man, that that's so much better than like, when I read it. Um... I mean, look, this isn't a fucking Game of Thrones podcast, but Red Wedding translated very well. And when they fucking killed his wife and unborn baby, I was like, Jesus. That was taking it to a new level. What is this? Yeah, that was an ad lib that worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it was. And there were others that didn't. Yeah. Well, like, fucking, like, uh, Barristan Selmy. I mean, that still kills me now. Like, he just rocks up and, like, finally we're going to get to see him rock and roll. He's fucking dead. I'm like, Uh, what is this? Yeah. fucking raging. Yeah. Just, and I think, like, I mean, I agree with John. I, I really want to read the comics, but I'm too far now. So we talk about Game of Thrones. I watched the first episode of season one and went, do you know what? I've got to read the books. I and understand I went, your frustration because there are people that watch Game of Thrones now that haven't read the books that I'm like, read the fucking books. Yeah, and yeah. And, and, and my frustration totally. is this. I'm not saying, look, the, the, it's all, even if you just read the collections, like they collect it in like 10 novels at a time now in like graphic novel books. Yeah. You could easily get up to this point not read it, yeah. not read any further than this, and just experience what you've already mm. seen and enjoy it, and and then 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 compare it. I'm not saying read past this. You know, I'm on issue like 170 <clears throat> at the moment. You know, I'm about 70 issues above where we are. There's so much material these guys have still got to adapt, and I have yeah. to say, there's so, some really cool stuff coming up. So talking about that, do you think? So we've been told we're going to get a Negan backstory in this season, have and we? we're, we're taking a bit of a yeah, pretty much. We're taking a bit of a kind of diversion from, from the structure of this, but, you know, bear with us, people. Um, if they do give us the backstory, do you think it's going to be the same backstory that we get in the comics? Or in the kind of the, you know, additional Negan backstory thing? His backstory is great. Uh, and I really hope... Good. And this is another thing that the, co- the comics do well. I really hope that they release the backstory after you get more from the character. Mm. Now... If they were to just go episode five, because we know episode four, we're probably not going to see Negan because we've watched the preview. Spoiler alert, he's not in it. If he is in it, it'll be minimal. We're I not think gonna, he will be in it's it. It's going to be a bottle episode, right? When we get Negan's backstory. It's going to be a complete bottle episode. But what, Maybe, yeah. what we... I just hope it comes later. Hmm. You know, I hope it comes later towards the end of this mid-season or something. Because yeah. right be now it'll be out six or seven. I think six or seven is probably right. And I and I really <clears> hope <throat> that they give us the same backstory that he has in the graphic novels because clearly from Len's experience that, is, cool. that is a great backstory. Um, I want to talk about I want to talk about our first somewhat significant season death. I want to talk about Eric and Aaron. Yeah. Um... My first note on this was cry face, full stop. Um, John, how do you feel about that whole kind of opening scene with the two of them? Eric's got a gut wound. It's a through and <laughs> through. Gut. Aaron is... Aaron, Aaron? I like Aaron, I'm English. Um, he's pops up against a tree. They're talking, it's getting really emotional. And Eric's talking about like... Yeah, I know you think I didn't want to fight, but I want to fight now. And mm. I want you to go back to the fight. How did that make you feel, John? 
I'm asking John this. So I guess, uh, no, well, look, I might surprise you. I think um, you will. On paper, if someone said that, I'd just be like, oh, fuck off. I don't give a shit. Um, I genuinely felt for... No, on paper, I thought, uh, fuck off. I, I'm, I'm not interested. Uh, but actually, I, um, I, I felt for... Eric. Uh, I felt for Eric. Um, I genuinely did, and... Uh, Part of me feels like um, I, don't, I don't even think he's the stronger actor in that scene, to be honest. But yeah, I don't I, I, but, but I, did, I did feel for him, genuinely did. So, um, <clears throat> yeah. and, and I guess they need to bring it back to just fucking normal human emotion and conflict. But it's humanity. I, I, I can I can sit there and watch that, and then there might be people that, that disagree. Um, but I prefer a scene like that uh, of two. I mean, one's definitely a minor character. One is a middling character. Um, you know, I, fe- I felt his pain. Um, I'd rather watch that than shooty gun gun. That means something. That's, that's humanity. Right, so, you, shooty gun gun versus cry cry dead face. Yeah. Um, Spoiler alert. Yeah, so as I said last week, um, in the comic, Eric just gets shot in the head. It's over pretty quick. Aaron's devastated. <laughs> And, uh, and something about that would be fucking brutal. Yeah, it would be brutal. But I think this is the one... Of the, so I was slagging them off for ruining moments from the comics. I think uh, this was a bit stronger, actually. Mm, the yeah, fact yeah. that they left... That, that, that Eric was shot in the side and was left by a tree. And, you know, we were all thinking, yeah, he's going to turn into a walker here. Mm. Um, but then the, the scene where Aaron goes back there and sees him walking off into the distance, I thought was decent. I thought it was strong. I thought, you know, it gave Eric... A, a bit more of a decent payoff than in uh, than yeah. in you know because we you know we get characters taken from us all the time very abruptly in the show like at the click of a finger you they're gone it was nice to have a character who didn't necessarily have much screen time have something to do here you know so i think that um i think that ross marquand aaron and uh, jordan woods robinson played that scene Ooh knows the actors names who cares beautifully <laughs> i've learned my lesson who who wrote these comics yeah robert what's his tits yeah robert kirkman yeah kirkman, fine yeah. i was joking he's after last kirkman. Week. No. Kirkman. <laughs> i've got braces don't don't fucking slag me off no, i generally thought that they played it Im- immensely well and actually i i i shed just here or four um well i did though because i'm i'm an emotional person and um and it's the first you are right though it's the first time we've seen that kind of glimpse of up close and personal one-on-one humanity (laughs) so last podcast we talked about the uh relationship between carol and ezekiel and uh carol's doubts of ezekiel with his you know big old that's it then you can put your glass down yeah sorry mate don't worry about your rosé i won't tell all the fans oh no um, Len drinks rosé and beers, lovely beers, lovely Amazing. beers and Chenin Blanc. <laughs> um, so we talked about Carol and Ezekiel's relationship and, and Carol's reticence to accept Ezekiel's overtly theatrical approach to motivating his troops. Mm. Um, and you know, we, we've we've just talked about the you know not one men will fall, not one men. <laughs> 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 so not one man will fall. Not, not one, one man <laughs> will do it dead. Sorry, mate. <laughs> <laughs> not yeah. not uno men will do a dead. 
gone from Shakespeare to just butchering grammar. <laughs> <laughs> it, you know, not English. one sentence will survive. It's like Gareth when he pretended to be a uh, White Walker. Yeah. yeah. Shout Gareth. out to a previous Gareth. podcast. Go check it out. Yeah, who loves Game of Thrones? Go on, go on. <laughs> I just yeah. did a monkey movement there. That was weird. Um, but a few beers down. So Carol has just uh, kind of got on board with Ezekiel. So we see a couple of scenes where mm. Ezekiel's like, I'm smiling, Carol is smiling. We are all fantastic stage actors. It's just me. Um, and then all of a sudden it goes to fucking shit. Yeah, and I mean, at the I end mean, it, it does. Yeah. It I mean, does. Like, they've well, done very well. How many men does Negan have? Jesus Christ. But also, my Jeez. question here was, and, and somebody, well, both of you can give me your own opinions, but my question here was... I'm going to give you someone else's opinion. <laughs> <laughs> good. I liked it. It was very good. It was a wonderful. How many men would it take to make that assault on the men from the kingdom... From a vantage point one. with a machine gun, one. one man. It's one man. I'm convinced it's one man. It's not though. No, so not. I've got a theory about this. Can oh, I? Oh, fine. Can okay. I, can I Whatever. Jump in? Len actually is um, part of the filming crew on Walking Dead, and, and he's it's just nothing. To he do knows with the, everything. It's nothing to do with the comics or anything. Dick. But do you, what do you? I'm just going to put a question out to everyone. Do you guys think that there's a spy in Rick's group? Well, I think they've alluded to that a couple of times, haven't they? So do you? Do you really? So the fact that, that Negan's moved, we'll come on to it later. But Negan's moved the guns to a different compound. Yeah. Um, yeah. And <gasps> sent Rick's men on a merry chase. What yeah. if it's Daryl? Well, it's definitely not Daryl. I mean, that'd I mean, that, fucking, that uh, that'd be I'm hilarious. And then Rick would have to kill Daryl, as we said earlier. Yeah. Okay. Be mental. So if we're going to throw out a I mean, fair point, so there's been the whole moving the guns, um, not Negan. being where they're supposed to be, all of that stuff. Yeah. We're all Negan. Yeah, no, we're not. Because Jeffrey D. Morgan is a lovely man. Um, but if there was a mole in Rick's group, or the kingdom, or the hilltop, or you know, more likely the... the kingdom, I'd say. Yeah. Okay. Who's the mole? John. Uh, who's the big guy with the axe? Jerry? Jerry? Fuck yeah, off, is it Jerry? It's not Jerry. It's not Jerry. No, Jerry's did you not listen to no, last week? Um, Jerry's going to go... <laughs> she, <laughs> she, was, she was communicating. Fucking tiger. Actually, in fairness, <laughs> Shiva could have a bug and you'd never know because who touches that tiger apart from Ezekiel? I'd give it a good... Roger. <laughs> no, not Roger. He loves cats. <laughs> he does yeah. love cats. Um, um, I'm going to say that... Uh, so can't be Jerry. I'm not having that. It's Jerry, not Jerry, yeah. right. So... If there no, was, right. spoiler. If there, no, no, no because there's no Jerry in the else. fucking comics. I don't think. No, because I don't know. Jerry, Jerry and Carol are going to go make cookies together in Alexandria and, and have a wonderful pie. life. And yeah, pecan pie. that is right. Then, um, yeah, I think it could be right. So it could be Dwight doing a double double cross, right? No, they're, I don't believe it. Right, but I don't necessarily believe that. So, how about this character in the kingdom, right? Who is who was away from Ezekiel's group, but is a kingdom member was with Morgan attacking the old satellite outpost from a couple of seasons Jane. ago. No, Diane. Oh, that's her name. That's what she's, 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 yeah, she wanted a bow and arrow. Again. Diane. Diane, the one with the bow and arrow, you know, the one from uh, the group with Jesus, mm. Maggie. She's well, Not she only was... is she in a group that ooh, has transported ooh. the only survivors mm. of the saviors and made them surrender. She was also right there at that point outside the moat of walkers where uh, she went, you know, Morgan Jeannie covered, no, I don't die. And it was like, you okay shooting your bow and arrow? And she's like, oh, I can try. Yeah, exactly. really nervous. <laughs> Maybe she's actually really fucking shit hot with the bow and arrow and maybe, she's a mole. Maybe it's Jesus. Mole. That's why he doesn't want to kill any of them. 
Um, molly, 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 well, molly, molly, molly. Yeah, I think. Look, I don't think. I, actually, I don't think it will come to. I don't think it will come to anything. Right. Okay. No, but this is the problem with the show. It's Jesus. This is the problem. I'm, it's Jesus. I think. No, it's not Jesus. I think it's Jesus. Wait, Jesus, Jesus, or Jesus? Ne- Jesus? Egan is God, and Jesus, Jesus is, is his, his son. son. And then there's a ghost, and that's how that works. Who's the that's ghost? That's how that works out. Shiva. Shiva is the um, ghost. He's mm. the ghost of Tiger's past. So, Jesus. with the assault at the end, um, <laughs> with the assault at the end of um, Ezekiel, and, and obviously the guns have moved to Gavin's facility. I love this comparison with that that scene from the beginning <clears throat> of last episode, episode two, um, where everyone goes, "Protect the king." And uh, Ezekiel shouts, protect yourselves! And then they start this machine gun fire. So when they start fucking this, this gunfire on the wall, four of the kingdom fighters leap on Ezekiel. Yeah, great. Carol, just left open. Protect yourselves. Yeah, but she, she, we get no, the impression that the she's king. moved towards the facility because she said, oh, I'm going to go check out the compound, make sure there's no one left there. So you get the impression <laughs> she's, she's close to the compound. Yeah. But <laughs> what I like about it is this happens in the comics. <laughs> This happens in the comics. This happens uh, shot Good. for shot, pretty much in the comics. I'm not going to tell you what happens because it would be funnier if that'd be a spoiler. But um, it happens. Why well, bring it up then, then? Well, no, but I'm just saying that this is a good thing that they bring up, and it's Ezekiel's group attacking a compound, and this situation with the big guns happens. I'm not. I can't say too much more because I don't want to spoil it for any future episodes. Probably next week, hopefully. Um, but you know, it's good that they've kept this Ezekiel uh, compound sort of siege storyline going. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you think is going to happen next, John? I don't know. As long as Shiva's all right, I don't care. But do you think Shiva is? Like, I mean, well, they could have shot Shiva. Well, there was a bit where it was like, not one. And oh, then, my God. Yeah, Not I know one what you're, man. I know what you're saying. Yeah, it was like... Not one. And then Shiva's in and the background. And then the guy sort of looked at him and was like, oh, I thought he was going to go, oh, Shiva's dead. I was like, oh, fuck this. <laughs> oh, that's it. I'm not going to podcast tomorrow. Kill, I'm not watching this You can't anymore. kill Shiva. I mean, yeah. I mean, It's one of those, I isn't mean... it? It's like... Shiva's, Shiva's the absolute, like... It's that famous thing with... Um... And Shiva's not even been around for that long. Yeah, but she looks so... good. So they spend their budget on Shiva. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Shiva looks enough. good. Like when fair Shiva enough. takes people out, she looks good. But yeah. I'm going to say, if you've got <laughs> Shiva from the zoo, where are the other... Where are the rest of the fucking... The, the walker animals? And also the rest <laughs> of the animals you could use to fight with? Well, we know that animals don't turn into walkers, so yeah. they just get eaten. Well, then where are the You're rest of the, the fighting animals? <laughs> you hack. <laughs> you hack. <laughs> you fuck. I got forced into this. And, well, don't say that. Don't say I feel that. like fucking Weinstein. Ruin the illusion. Hey, I'm making the biggest host <laughs> yeah. in the world. I'm making the biggest podcaster in the world. <laughs> That's exactly what they said to me. Do you think that Shiva might be a season death? Probably. Just just for fucking budget reasons. Yeah, I mean, they love saving yeah. money. It's, like, it's not like it Game of Thrones. That's why Darren doesn't ride a motorbike anymore because it's too expensive to hire well. a Harley. <laughs> you imagine that? Can you imagine that? It's a fucking multi-million dollar, multi... Yeah. And also, he owns a Harley. You know, I mean, Norman Reedus how are does. they doing that? I, I can't don't wait. Do you know what I really want to see? Knocking about on a fucking Vespa. Crazy Frog Daryl. Push bike with a horn. Dumb and dumb style, him and Rick. So it's probably time for us to talk about Daryl and Rick. Yep. Um, I saved it till last to hook in the people who don't care about anyone else but love Down and Rick. So we talked last episode about uh, the comparisons between the two of them, both of them confronting 
the the parts of their past that would potentially undo them. And I think what we've definitely seen in this episode is the different reactions to that confrontation. Rick is he's had a moment, and he he's had a real moment. Daryl has decided I'm going to shoot everyone in the head. Everyone, everyone that isn't like my mates or Rick, I'm going to shoot you in the head. Um, John, tell me how you feel about Morales. You went here last week for our rant about how, you know, Gimple should keep it short and sweet. So yeah, I mean, fuck Gimple, but... Um, no, nah, do you know what? I don't even care. Uh, and hopefully he is listening. Um, <laughs> because you're fucking... He's you're a not mess, yet. man. But, honestly... <laughs> You know, I, when I was at uni, you know, my uh, my my tutor, John Roberts. I think they say like Robert Kirkman. No, John Roberts. You know, he uh, he did the Borrowers. He was uh, second director what? on that. The film did the film poorly. Talking Rabbit. Uh, Talking Rabbit. Cut that. He <laughs> did the film poorly. <laughs> We're talking parrot. Yeah. Oh, they're all shit, mate. Really good. No, <laughs> I'm telling you now. Great. Oh, Paulie's fuck heartbreaking. Off. He was. Now, he did, uh, did War of the Buttons. What, what is that? Get him to do it, because I, I genuinely don't know what Gimple's doing. He's not done I'm much sorry. in his life, so, to be fair. What Paul. was War of the Buttons? Fucking good film. Is it what? about some other minuscule animal character or what? <laughs> the borrowers weren't animals; Don't... they were tiny people. Oh, yeah, they were tiny people. Paulie's heartbreaking, but anyway. Yeah, move on. Enough back to the that. back to the topic. Um, what are we talking about again? <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about um, Morales. Oh was... yeah, sorry. Yeah, uh, no. War the buttons is quality. Um, right, so Morales. Um, all right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I mean, I mean, I wasn't in the last episode, but when he appeared, I was like, "Who's this guy?" <laughs> I was like, I, "I don't know who this guy is." And literally, as the episode was on, I, I just got my phone out. I was like, "Who is this guy?" And it's like, "Oh my god, what a comeback from this guy that was in season one." I was like, "I don't remember this guy at all." Why is this right? Does and I this mean anything? We said this last week. Is we that, did say that actually? I did not yeah. remember him at all. So it would be like I don't want to use a Game of Thrones comparison. I'm not obsessed with it, but I am a little bit. Yeah. But imagine if Barristan Selmy had half the screen time that he had in season one. Yeah. And then suddenly just appeared beyond the wall. You'd be like, "Who is this?" <laughs> it's almost like Uncle Benjamin. Yes, kind of. it's very yes. similar to Uncle Benjamin. Yeah. Three yeah. episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Uncle Benjamin, and then yeah. he comes back. It's kind not, of it's spoilers for Game with, of Thrones. Not yeah. obsessed with Game of Thrones, just with Barristan's <laughs> army oh and God, Uncle Benjamin. I was watching The Walking Dead. <laughs> I listened to the podcast. I was going to watch <laughs> Game of Thrones after. Um, that could and be anyone. He, That's then, not having a go. John, he ruined it for me, yeah. and I can't watch anymore. Fuck this. Um, I mean, is it supposed to be Hispanic? There will be Game of Thrones spoilers. Hispanic? So. I don't know what you're doing. That wasn't Hispanic. You're insulting about... Hispanic. Hispanic. Yeah, it's Hispanic. Happenstance. Um, so, happenstancely, not the right use of that word. Um, what the fuck? So anyway, um, I thought it was quite cool to bring back a character um, from season one. Which is unfortunate. I, I have no idea who it was. And you have to remember, season one was what? Six episodes? And the best season. Brilliant season. And Brilliant seven season. seven years ago. Yeah. Um, R.I.P. Darabont. 
Yeah. That's so all good. I'll say about that. Yeah, so good. I love you, Frank Tara. Um fuck you, Kim. Uh, <laughs> I still love you, Scott Kim. Yeah, I think um I was kind of like again and uh, all right, look, me and Len do talk before this podcast. Um I like the dialogue. Wait, hold on. Why don't you talk to me before the podcast? Because you'd love it. I guess the agreement that we had on that scene is that the dialogue is relatively strong. Yep. Uh, I would have been quite, or I was quite interested to see where that was going to go. Because um, a lot of the points that, that Morales, whoever he is, um, raises... Pretty fucking good. Yeah. Pretty right. like, uh, like on point. Yeah, on I point. I think points that we've all raised at some point going, if it had gone the wrong way. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to laugh because John couldn't find the right beer. Um, That's worrying, isn't it? Because somewhere <laughs> on the way, Rick and Morales could have been the same people, but the opposite way around. Well, yeah. Because Rick had a family and... What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Family! Morales. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm pretty myself. I'm pretty myself at the moment. Morales. I can see at the corner of Morales. It's the name of the show. Morales. Fucking hell. Oh, that Mexican bloke. Um. Right. So they could have both been each other, which is really powerful. Um. You know, things have gone the other way. And Rick and Laurie and Carl and the potential baby had fucked off to Birmingham, Alabama. They could have become a part of the Saviors. Or Rick could have become Negan. And I think that contrast is really powerful. I just feel like you didn't need Morales to do it. So we said, uh, in the, you know, and it's clear knowledge that Rick and Negan are literally one side of a tightrope each way. Like they could have both gone one way or the other. Same with uh, Rick and Morales here. Like uh, Morales says, you know, we're just two, we're just two sons of bitches who are trying to like survive wherever way we can. We're Whereas both I ourselves think, who do whatever yeah. it takes to keep going. Yeah, whatever it takes to keep going. <laughs> and I think you that about yourselves. I do. I do think that Rick. <laughs> we understand that Rick is not necessarily that guy. Like we know, he isn't just trying to keep going. He's trying to fight for a better future for everybody, and we understand that. Morales obviously can't see that at this point. That's why I thought the dialogue was so good, especially when I thought Andrew Lincoln was brilliant in this scene, and he brought up. Um, I agree. He, he brought up um, Andrea, Glenn, oh, Glenn at the end when he was reciting oh, what Negan did don't. to him. Laurie. Oh yeah, Laurie. I was just it's Laurie, Shane, Andrea, and Glenn, and at the end when he brought up Glenn about the bat oh, and Jesus what Negan did, terrific. Negan beat his brains in before his pregnant wife. <laughs> before his pregnant wife. And then Morales beat him in front of his pregnant wife. <laughs> <laughs> and, then Morales, and then Morales was like, Morales was like, he had a wife. <laughs> and then he went, but yeah. I still shoot you if Negan answered I couldn't kill you. And then, but, you know, Andrew, and then... Li- Andrew Lincoln did it very well. He was like, he was no, like, I mean, he was like, enough. yeah, he made it through this. This, <laughs> this harsh world. <laughs> you know, the typical Andrew Lincoln, yeah. Rick, Dialogue, sweaty, hair running over his face, Such just selling hair. it absolutely unbelievably. And like I was like, you know what? He's right. He's got a point. Like, you know, Negan yeah, killed him. Yeah. You know, Negan killed him. Are you Negan? And then when Morales said, 
you know, I'm Negan. I was like, right, if but Rick had not, the gun, it's game it over. That's not how it went. So when he went, I mean, mostly it is, but when he went, oh, are you Negan? Morales went back and he went, you know what? They were the only people that took me in. I meant something to them. I was something to them. Yeah. So yeah, you know what? Fuck it. I am Negan. Yeah. Or he said, yeah. yeah. So there, there Actually, is, there is he went, definitely a do you know what? There. Fudge it. I'm Negan because we're on <laughs> but, but the yeah. thing, is, the thing is with that is the fact that um, you, you obviously in this world, you're sort of a byproduct of what you've been through. Right. And Rick, we, as we've seen Rick, he's gone through the ringer. He's lost his wife. So you know, Morales. Yeah, and that's what I'm coming to. So he's lost his wife. <laughs> he's lost his wife. Morales has lost his wife, right? And, and and these two characters have gone through similar, as far as we understand it, similar journeys, but different groups. And, they, you know, Rick lost his mind. Don't forget, Rick went fucking nuts. He was picking up telephones, speaking to Laurie, yeah. whilst a zombie was trying to come up on his I back know, trying to eat him. Funny though, isn't it's it? It's funny, but I'm just saying that Rick. It's not funny. It's fucking tragic. But oh, Rick, sorry, yeah, no, Rick that one, has yeah. been through the ringer, and he's come out the other side, and that is the no. difference between these two men in this situation. I don't think. No, I don't think it is. I think that's. <clears throat> I think that if you'd have, I know we talked last week about please Gimple make it short and sweet. Yes. I think you <laughs> think Gimple you made it too short many and too and not sweet enough. Many promising actresses in uh, Hollywood saying that. <laughs> I okay. could be the morality you want. Yeah. So I think actually it it's just sweet. just make it short, just really short and quick. Um but no, I mean genuinely so I think we we looked at this last week and went either fuck oh okay, I've googled him, I remember now. Mm. It's coming back to me. It's all coming back to well, me. Well, hold on, now. like so uh as a comic book reader, yeah, yeah, actually, so when, fair so point. when he he doesn't exist in the comics, Morales doesn't exist in the comics, right? Brilliant. Sorry, just so say. like no, a lot of things, enough. it is a serious plot device, um, and I feel like you either could it. When I was saying you got to keep it short and sweet, I didn't mean like keep it really short and then you know, well done, Daryl. We'll talk about that in a minute. I mean, actually, just give me some kind of fucking explanation because all I got was. The saviors took me in and I meant something, and then I was dead. But, yeah, so, which is I mean, like... that, that for me, it sort of could have been, you should have just not bothered, or yeah, so, given so, it at least five minutes more. So that scene is, um, <clears throat> I reckon, for the most part, most people, and I guess the general reaction to that scene has been, what's the fucking point in that? But there will Can be... Can you tell us the point, John? Well, look, I mean, I think the point is that we'll come on to Len's reaction to that scene. You know? I uh, I just think that... Because you, you liked it, didn't you? I liked it. I liked it because it shows... Like, something this show doesn't do recently, which has annoyed me, is kill off characters like that. <laughs> like, if I can click your fingers, it's game over. You're in a zombie apocalypse. You're in a heist, you're in a heist scene in a building. Mm. Look, I'm sorry... If Daryl was in that situation, he'd fucking shoot him in the head. Because yeah. Rick's at gunpoint. Rick is his brother. Rick is the like hope for the future of these groups of people. A new hope. You don't. It doesn't matter who the fuck it is. Mm. If it's one of your own men, you'd shoot him in the back of the head. Now, yeah. Th- look, <laughs> why has the show moved away from the fact like like Game of Thrones does it very well? Sorry to talk about Game of Thrones again. Is just kill characters. We don't expect it. Mm. If it's on the pocket with guns, kill people. Like, like people need to die here. We've talked yeah. about the lack of death. Morales yeah. came back in. Little did he know that Rick, Rick is up there with Daryl. 
right? Dowdus walks in, and I loved the way that Rick was like, no, wait, and then all of a sudden, boom, he's dead, before you even think about it. And you're like, that was like so quick. I was like, And that Fuck. was my favourite, yeah. favourite part of that whole like series of scenes between Rick and Morales and Rick yeah. and Daryl. Because, and we talked about this last week, we talked about the, the things that Daryl and Rick came across in their kind of mirrored journeys through this building of the experiences that could undo yeah. them. Rick and the baby and the father we just killed who may have eaten the baby but we now know no longer uh, a zombie baby. No zombie baby. I'm devastated. 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 Totally devastated. I want a zombie baby in one <laughs> um, of my things. This is the sort and of Darryl... podcast that I mean we've become this group that one of us and maybe even you you too Emma we want babies eaten. It's <laughs> <laughs> I want them bitten and turn into zombie babies or born as zombie babies. You know, to be honest, I just thought it would make a really good bit of TV. But um, well, look, I mean, if no, you've, seen, you've, you've let out my secret, the, the John. Dawn, yeah, Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead. One of my favourite scenes, actually. Of oh, and, and why I think that everyone should watch the remake done by is it Sam Raimi, I think it is. Watch that. Brilliant. It's fucking brilliant. So it good. is, but also so my, my point was not that... Uh, my point was that we've seen Rick and the baby that is now lo- no longer a zombie baby... <clears throat> and the other side of it is Daryl coming across his potential and doing. Yeah. And the power of those scenes between Daryl and Rick is that, again, the comparison between their reactions. So Rick all of a sudden was like, oh, no, you know, daddy, oh, baby, oh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Daryl's like, no, I've shit you in the head. That's well, it, I've shit you in the head. Daryl's brutal. Yeah, and and what... I love Daryl when he's fucking hardcore brutal. Yeah, well, that... I really love that. All right, well, let's take a vote. So there are... Two Daryl kills, not to mm-hmm. skip along, but there were two Daryl kills. <clears throat> yep. We've got Morales. Mm-hmm. And that other dude. And we've got some little fella. Yep. Little weak teenage fella. We'll call him like Gareth. Yeah, call him Gareth. Gareth. <gasps> Gareth. So He's similar to say... our host of another podcast. Sorry, Gareth. We're just calling Gareth. So, of those two kills, both justified? Um, yep. I'd or say both I... <clears throat> out of order. Or, by, or one Both justified. I, I would say Morales is justified because Rick was in danger as far as Daryl could see. And even <clears> if he heard it or saw who it was, I would say the killing of the little teenager after he'd passed on the information was not... What little teenager? He he, he's teenager. like a weedy 20-year-old guy. Mm. It's not justified. Who was injured? Because what they could have done is uh-uh. said, look, they could have done what Jesus and Morgan did to a lesser extent. I don't agree with doing it with 20 soldiers, but I do agree with doing it with one weak guy that's taken back, put him in the jail cell they've got in Alexandria cool. and move on from it from there. Yeah, so... So I think they were both justified and I'm going to fucking kill both of them in the exact same way. Jesus <laughs> Christ. And now, right. no, So here's a question. Hey, Robie. Can I just finish a point on that? Sorry, continue. So, let's say, and I I, I don't, I'm just playing devil's advocate. I I genuinely, like, generally, I'd I'd probably agree with with you, Len. Yeah. But, to play devil's advocate, if that was the flip side and we had, like, let's just say one of the crappy fucking... Jared from the Saviours. No, 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 like, from from the good guys. Okay. um, From our guys. From our guys, yeah. Uh, we're doing the little rabbit ears there. Yeah. Can't see that. Our guys, rabbit um, ears. But let's just say, Ooh. I mean, who's one of the shit Alexandrians? Tobin. Tobin. No, Tobin. Fucking <laughs> hell. Well, that's the shittiest. I'm right, just the so shittiest. let's just say Tobin gave oh. up some information. He's one of the only on ones I know the name of. Rick and, and that lot were doing yeah. to Negan's lot. Yeah. 
Would you just think, oh, fuck you, mate. I hope you get killed now. Yeah, I would. But I don't think, even in this situation, I like to think that I would never kill that person after I made... The thing, that, the thing that annoys, I think, the thing that annoys Rick in all but of this. He's a bit snitchy, though, isn't he? Yeah, I definitely but fucking weird. The thing that annoys Rick in all of this is he says, and I, and I genuinely believe him here. He says, "There's not much that's worth much in this world anymore, but a man's word that still gotta mean something." Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, right? And I believe that Rick genuinely I mean, believes that. Like a, like a grizzled, like yeah, old timey yeah. yeah. Okay, but Daryl just fucking. Daryl, and you see Rick's face after Daryl shoots him. Okay, yeah, hold he's on. pissed hold off. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So roll it back. Why do you think Daryl shot his crossbow arrow through Mariah's head well, while he was in that conversation with Rick? That's a different situation. No, D- no. Daryl... Da- I'm, go- I'm rolling back. Tell me why you think that and we'll get there. Okay, so because Daryl sees Rick in a power of... In a, in a situation of weakness, where there's a gun pointed at his head, and before you know it, it's game over. If, if Daryl makes a misstep here, Rick's going to get his head shot off. Yeah. So he takes a shot because that's the safest thing to do. Okay. In this situation, Rick okay. and Daryl no. both know that they're no. in a power position, power, no. and he, the guy's just standing there. No, Daryl goes revolver to the head. I totally disagree. So Rick shot Morales. Having stood outside that door and listening Rick didn't to Morales. Daryl. Daryl shot Morales, having stood outside that door, listening to the two of them talk for for some time. Because he walks in and goes, Oh, do you know who that was? And Daryl goes, Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you want me to do impressions? Yeah, sorry. So so Daryl walks in and Rick goes, Do you know who that was? And Daryl goes, Yeah, obviously. And and then Rick Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, obviously. But it doesn't matter. None of it matters. Eric's coming to the podcast. Yep. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong about yeah. that. Yeah. No, well, no, you just made Feminine. me sound shit. Why are you saying that? I mean, Eric sounds That's shit. That's worse. No. Um, no, if you want to do an impression of Eric, it'd be like... <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> Jesus. That's more like the thing from. Um... I mean, you guys can't do zombie impressions, but. Well, not right Jesus. now. Anyway, so the, the, the reason that Daryl walks in and shoots is because he knows that Rick's going to talk and talk and talk and Morales is going to talk and talk and talk. And <laughs> no, eventually, no. No, the dude with the gun is going to shoot him. And he shoots Morales because he knows that none of it really matters and he's a bad guy and he's threatening Rick. And whether he, whether Morales is saying no, that, yeah, that, forget that. that. Ah, he just nah. kills him because he's fucking, he's, he's got a gun to fucking Rick's, Rick's head. head. He's like, right. he's like, fuck this guy. He's, he's got a gun to Rick's head. head. But he's definitely been listening because he says, I know who it is. I know. No, yes, no, I know. He's not no. like, oh, what's going on here? He's like, oh, wait a minute. Oh, so oh. what? Glenn's oh, dead. <laughs> yeah, Glenn's and fucking dead. it's not dead. like a copy of the script because all he'd be reading is shooty, shooty, gun, gun about 50 fucking pages. What about cry, cry, die, die? Who's going on here? What's going on here? No, I don't, generally, so I think that... Yeah, I think Daryl is protecting Rick like Rick protected Daryl, and I'm going to be real emotional about this shit because I fucking love The Walking Dead. And don't don't have a go. That's a real emotional scene. I mean, also, it's badass because Daryl walks in and shoots a, an arrow through Morales' head. Yeah, that's great. emotional. Well, it is, though. Why? You don't it's give that a moment. Morales is dead. No, I give a shit about the fact that Rick is angry and Daryl's like, mate, I just saved your life. No, but I think Rick is. So like, when we come oh, back outside, I, mean, like, I think he... that that one is like, <sighs> like that. It's a, 
he didn't need to die. Yeah, exactly. And then the second but, one is like, what, the second what one are you is, doing? What are you wait, doing? Wait, wait. But, but Morales did need to die. Not necessarily. No. If Daryl had no, given him the chance, if Daryl had just gone, look, I've got you shooting wait, wait. surrounded, you're no, fucked. No, hold on. No, no, I'm not having this. This is the same as saying that we should have given Pissy Pants a chance no, to live. No, completely different. And the other 50 saviours that pretended to surrender. Completely different. Completely no, it's different. not. Because... No, it's not completely different. Well, no, I don't think guy, it is. If the guy had just gunned Rick down and he's just lying there and he's... No, he's the guy is like, then. I'm not allowed to kill you because Negan says I'm not allowed to kill you or the widow or the other fucking one, the king. the king. Um, but yeah. you know, I really fucking like fuck you because they took me in. <laughs> basically, that those are all the words Look, that he said. From that conversation we're getting from Morales, we're supposed to get gather the facts that he is uh, persuadable to come back onto the Alexandrian no, side. 100%. I don't believe that in any way. Hundred percent. And when, and this is the thing: if Dowler just gone, look, motherfucker, you're surrounded. <clears throat> you're surrounded. There's no one coming to help you. I will shoot you now. You've got a choice: you come with us or you fucking die. And then give him that option. But Dowell just went, no, fuck you, motherfucker. Shot in the head. Rick, that's why Rick too goes, no. Right. Rick anguishes too about it. Too fucking right, because Rick is too weak. No, because Rick's Rick, just, Rick, Rick is the leader. Com- Rick's just Soft. in a conversation where, and again, look, mm. the, the title is Monsters. Yeah. Yeah. We're all got monsters. Negan, Rick. We are all monsters. And monsters. Rick is trying to take that stance of... That's not the case. Yeah. Like, one is battling for survival, one is battling for dictatorship. 100%. There's a difference. Aaron, before he went to the hilltop, he met up with Rick and Daryl, and Rick handed him, essentially after some minimal conversation, baby Gracie. Mm. And it was kind of like the circle of life. And then if you wanted to input a little bit of circle of life here, like... <laughs> So that, look at that. That has gone off the fucking scale. I, I meant like you, you did with Easy Street. Oh, not, sorry. Not like that. Len, one thing you think is going to happen in episode four? I think Carol's going to die in episode four. <clears throat> John, what one thing you think is going to happen in episode four? Um, They're going to be up against it, that group. Um, King Ezekiel, whatever. And Sheba's going to have a very expensive CGI masterclass. Yeah, boy. I think Morgan's going to die. Who cares, man? I do. No, I I don't think he's even going to appear in the next episode. I think he'll uh, he'll go missing and he'll eventually turn up and kick some fucking ass. Yeah. But toward the end of the season. Yeah. I don't think they're um, all bad shouts. Some of them are. Most of them, apart from mine, are. Tune in next week to hear more from the fan critical team uh, covering episode four of The Walking Dead, season eight where hopefully we'll see what happens to Carol, Morgan, Daryl, Rick, and the rest of the gang. Tonight I've been joined by the ever-grounding slash slightly... What is this? Downbeat, John. See ya. And uh, our comic fan, Len. (laughs) Thanks, guys. I've been your host, Emma. I apologise. For all of us, to be honest. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to listen, subscribe, and follow us on all social media. And tune in uh, sometime later this week for our second fan critical podcast covering Stranger Things episodes four to six. And next week for Walking Dead episode four. And our final Stranger Things podcast, as well as in the next fortnight, Thor Ragnarok. We've been fan critical. 
Good night. Good night. Fuck you, Gimple, you motherfucker. Stop slagging off, Gimple. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Bitch.